bum juice oh, squirting into your mouth. I mean, it, it was exceptional. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Yo, Juanita, yesterday I had a very good day, you know. Oh, wow. After radio, I went for a shoot and mm-hmm. these people were so helpful because it was in a location that I was unfamiliar with. Yeah. They gave me the waste location. They oh. gave me the Google map location. Nice. And the person in charge was like, hey, Douglas, when you arrive, just park by the side of the road, whatever, give me a call. I will come down to direct you to the correct parking slot. That's how you do it. Yeah, I mean, I really appreciate such gestures because yeah. when you go to a new place and you don't know what's going on, right, it can yeah. be very daunting. Right? Yeah. You, you don't know where to park. You don't know you turn wrong. You're going to make one big round and stuff like that. And, and it's very it's very stressful. Yes. Which is why I don't understand uh, why some other event companies, I don't name names, uh, right? <laughs> I, hey, hey, okay, disclaimer, everybody out there who, who has given me work, I am very grateful for the work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, this after like, oh, Douglas complained about me, I don't give him any more work. Uh, okay, I'm very grateful for all the work, but sometimes, can you all help us out a bit? Uh, don't just chukup sharat, uh, you know what's chukup sharat, uh, Wanita? Chukup sharat is like when people do just enough to yeah. get by, right? Yeah, like just the bare minimum, you know. So there was, I remember the one agent uh. my, my brother calls this tidak apa attitude oh like, yes, uh, yes. In Malaysians are so famous for this tidak apa <laughs> attitude I had to do a gig at this uh, location but mm-hmm. I had no idea where it was right. so this agent uh, sent me uh, you know this the address and everything Yeah. and then there was a screenshot I was like hmm I wonder what this screenshot is the screenshot was of a video <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, it was a video of how to get to this location. Like a video of a drive, someone driving, made a video. This is how you drive and turn left here, turn right there to get to this location. But she didn't send me the video. <laughs> she sent me the screenshot. Not even a screen recording of the video. No, a Just screenshot a... of Why? the video. I don't know. La Chukup Charat law. I had to look at the title in the screenshot oh and then retype it in my phone to find the video. Oh no. Ah, yeah, that's why law. But again, uh, hey everyone, all the agents out there, Douglas Lim is very thankful that you give him <laughs> work. Uh. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Fly FM. So we're talking about the things that people do that are chukop sharat, which mm. means they do just enough to get by. <laughs> I hate it when people send their name cards when we need their details, especially when we invoice people, right? right. We have to put in their company details, yeah, yeah, yeah. their address, their, you know, everything. But they send a picture of their name card. Oh, this is so infuriating, yeah. Monita. I mean, you have it on your signature in your email, I'm sure. Or somewhere on your computer. At, somewhere lah, written at down. At least also, you just type it out. Because, you know, we want to put all this information in an invoice for you. Yes. You give us a picture like that. If it's not clear, we type wrong, then how must resend everything, you know? Exactly. The whole process just gets lengthened and lengthened. And some of these lazy fellas, <laughs> yeah. they will take a picture, but use the wrong orientation. Have you experienced that? <laughs> so it's like terbalik. Yeah, it's terbalik. And you keep turning your phone to try, to try and read the thing. Eventually, yeah, I just put the phone straight up. My head turns. My whole head will go sing it to try and read the thing and then turn back up to try and type on the phone. You know you can edit the picture and just rotate it, right, Douglas? <laughs> okay, but it's not about you. It's about the people who send it wrong orientation. Yes, it's not about technologically <laughs> impact people like me. It's for these chukup sharat people. Can we focus on the correct... <laughs> <laughs> the correct perpetrators here, Wanita. Okay, okay, okay. I kena before, right? This one, uh, Chukup Sharatness, uh, which drove me up the wall. Uh. I went to this place to order the chicken rice. Uh. So, myself, my helper, and my wife, yeah. three uh, boxes of chicken rice. Right. Right. We also ordered, like, even like some extra tofu and stuff like that, lah, right? Uh-huh. Three boxes of chicken rice. Uh. This joker can Chukup Sharat give me two chili. 
Oh, that's annoying. Ah, two chili there. How one person have to we have to lot lot tampung and see who doesn't get the chili? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> the worst one was I went to buy some oh, burgers, no. a local burger. Ah, this is not the international burger with the clown. Ah. this is a lo- <laughs> <laughs> local burger joint. Ah. yeah. I think I bought about five burgers. Mm-hmm. One pink tissue. <laughs> Juanita, yeah, come on lah! Don't one pink tissue. You know, I had, I had to wipe my mouth with the bun. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad. There was no more tissue. Fly FM. So the Menteri Besar of Kedah mm. just announced that he'll be banning operations of all lottery shops. But the most interesting thing about this story <laughs> is that when he made this announcement, he made good points. You know that it destroys people's lives. That he doesn't want to be questioned in the afterlife, which, right. I, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. But then he added, "Go Penang if you want to buy 4D." <laughs> <laughs> I like how he offered a suggestion. <laughs> but then there's the thing, right? This squabble between Kedah and Penang has been going on since they disagreed about water supply yes. arrangements between the two states. So but that one, I think, is just tit for tat. Lah. That's just all yeah. about, you know, it's dramatics. It's a you know, show who is bigger, who is more powerful and stuff like that. I don't think yeah. they're, re- they're really serious about the whole water issue. Yeah. But this one, though, a lot of people feel this decision is very unfair to them because there is nothing in their religion uh, that talks about, you know, not being able to buy lottery tickets and mm. I have relatives yeah. who are really into the lottery tickets. Right. Does it destroy their lives? I have not seen it destroy their lives. Right. Um, in fact, I've seen a lot of joy. Like, I don't know if you know uh, these, I don't know, usually they're old, they're older relatives and yeah. they've been buying the lottery for, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. And a lot of times it's like two ringgit, Three right. ringgit It's really small amounts mm-hmm. But it gives them That sense of Excitement one. No, they, yeah. they get very excited When the results Are coming out They would buy The newspapers Or sometimes They would go to the shop Outside there And then they will wait Yeah And it's a it's like Almost like an event For them Because like, they're old they got, they got nothing to do It's they, something thrilling To look forward to Yeah They don't get To feel this way Very often So it's just something To preoccupy them right. To you know Keep them maybe Mentally stimulated A little bit to yeah. take this away I don't know like, What if they start Getting really bored And resort to like Organising their own Illegal lottery That would be worse <laughs> Right Which has happened By the way I like Googled news In Kedah Because like, uh. I was wondering like, What are the statistics Of these gambling problems You yeah. know In Kedah Is it and high? <laughs> no it's not high at yeah. all There are only 20 outlets <laughs> In Kedah As comparison to the 680 nationwide <laughs> <laughs> Yeah So but, I, don't, I don't know man But I like the fact That he Offered the out he Offered the suggestion Hey you wanna You wanna buy You go to Penang You know what This is gonna do right This is gonna mean uh, That all the e-hailing drivers Are gonna stop working in KL This is gonna impact KL Severely Wanita Because they're all Gonna relocate To Kedah And offer just one trip It's the Kedah Penang Return trip Code name Root Nombo Root Nombo <laughs> Fly FM. So 11-time Grammy Award-winning Taylor Swift in the news again, this time for her ex-fling and love relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal, my God! <laughs> you cannot say Gyllenhaal. I don't know. How do you pronounce the drink? Gin. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gyllenhaal. Yes, yes. So she re-released her song All Too Well.
sad. My issue with this is this is not a new thing, right? I mean, no. she dated this fellow what ten years ago, eleven years ago. I think. I think 13 Yeah, why Why is she ago? bringing Bringing this back up? I mean, let sleeping dogs lie lah Why wants unkit All the things from behind? <laughs> because number one is fun <laughs> <laughs> Number two Is because she's re-releasing Everything that she has ever made So Because the music industry Sometimes is a bit Eh, right? Oh, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. really own The music that you make She wasn't given a chance to buy her, her music. Catalog. She wasn't given a chance because no. I think Michael Jackson did it, uh, and yeah. a few other artists did it, right? Yes, because you make so much money, you mm. you buy it, you own it, and you make more from it, right? Yeah, she the... wasn't allowed to. Someone else bought over her hey, music. Hey, hey, hey. Who bought? Terrible. Scooter Braun, I think, who is Justin Bieber's manager, who also worked very closely with her in the music industry. Okay. Um, so that was kind of like kasian lah for her. Yeah, I mean, you you wrote the songs, you performed it. It's a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, Taylor Swift should kind of own it. But I understand because yeah. the music industry is a big industry and mm-hmm. they are giving you opportunities to make a name for yourself. So I right. guess they also want to hold... Some of your assets like yeah. Yes It's yeah. a it's a dog eat dog world What can you say Yes But she thought You know what Because I've written it before mm-hmm. I've released it before I can do it again So now when you see All the songs in bracket And there's Taylor's version That's hers And that's the music That she owns Which is amazing I have been a big fan Of Taylor Swift Since the time she released Teardrops on my guitar Do you remember that oh, song? yeah The time she was a Young Taylor There was not much Sassy attitude It was just her Like singing Heartbroken love song Yeah Drew Look at me Something something Wow in my life would I have thought Douglas Lim <laughs> singing Taylor Swift <laughs> no it was so good and then there was uh, the one about Romeo na, na, something yeah. I mean, and classics all, yeah and all the way to like um, look what you made me do look what you made me do look what, look what you made me do and I especially like the Starbuck lover song you know what no 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 Starbuck lover no 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 I miss <laughs> No, it's not Starbuck Lover. Okay, whatever lah. <laughs> but that, that song lah, you know. And you love the game. Na, 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 wow. na, 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 uh, uh. And every time I, I hear this Taylor Swift song, people will say, oh, Taylor Swift uh, always talk about her ex-boyfriend. Always, you know, just like <laughs> washing dirty linen in public, you know. Be careful lah. Don't date Taylor Swift. As if I will ever have a chance to date <laughs> <laughs> they give advice and just don't date Taylor Swift, you know, after she wrote a song about you. But I'm like, hey, at least Taylor Swift, uh, when she's unhappy about a relationship, she puts some effort into it, you know. She writes yeah. a song, got video, <laughs> there's yeah. production. We are in entertainment. Hey, a lot of effort to make a song about some people, right? It is, uh, it is. Unlike Malaysians, uh, when we talk positive with their boyfriend or girlfriend, I uh, just do one stupid tweet. You know, like, hey, bala, hey, bala, aku memang shiala. Come on, put some effort, man. At least we are Malaysian. Yeah. Do lah. A shy We're like Bala aku Memang sial Fly FM Do you know which rapper Had to delay his festival recently? Uh, I don't know Post Malone oh, Okay Do you know what he had to change his name to? What? Postpone Malone <laughs> What? <laughs> Why you suddenly come with this stupid joke in the beginning? <laughs> 
Because we're talking about delays Okay oh, Postponement okay. A total of 312 passengers <laughs> <laughs> From a ferry On a ferry From Langkawi to Kuala Perlis Were stranded for more than 2 hours After the propellers got stuck in fishing nets yo. Oh yeah So it's like our mini Malaysian Titanic like that lah <laughs> Sort of It was la. from Langkawi to Kuala Perlis is it? Yes correct ah, Yeah sayang If it was from Langkawi to Thailand Then you can call it the Titanic <laughs> <laughs> Very true hey, But this was a major incident Okay mm. Emergency Fishing boats had to like Tow the ferry Safely to Kuala Perlis Then the fire and rescue department Had to dive Cut the fishing nets Off the propellers Wow it's like, a, like a proper Operasi uh, Yeah proper one. operasi I have never liked ferries You know Have you been on a ferry before? Oh uh, yeah Yeah you do you like it? No I don't It's always okay. like Someone throwing up Baby screaming Yeah I can't stand it I had I think a few bad experiences My worst one was Uh, we were going to Penang yeah. and like no, Penang has two bridges like can we just drive across the bridge right? <laughs> but yeah. no my friend is like let's take the ferry lah you know experience for, life a bit lah no no it's like nostalgia oh nostalgia uh, yeah, but also like <laughs> no, the nice sea breeze you know Douglas let's just you know so uh, we went on the ferry and then he was like hey on the ferry here wind down your windscreen lah, to get the sea breeze smell you know? like, oh, <laughs> it's not a nice smell lah. it's no. very fishy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Penang is that that sea is so muddy. Yo. Yeah, I don't know lah. So I I wind on the windscreen right, and then the fishy air started coming in, and so we were like, okay, I think enough ah. So we wind back up the windscreen, and then it got stuck. Oh, so my no. windscreen like moto broke or something like that, so it didn't work. It got stuck. The the stupid <laughs> sea air continued to come in, and then it started to rain. Oh no! So my car was getting wet, and I was on this ferry. I was like, we should have just taken the bridge, man. <laughs> we took the bridge. I wouldn't have to wind down the window at all. <laughs> I uh, but you see just now that the ferry was stuck on fishing nets. Fishing nets. So they obviously had to tell the uh, fishermen to you know not put out the fishing nets mm. within the route of the ferry. But I think I know why there are a lot more nets uh, around this Langkawi area. Why? Is to catch the expensive Langkawi siakap fish. Thousand eight hundred per fish, no. Fly FM. So a total of three hundred and twelve passengers on a ferry from Langkawi to Kuala Perlis were stranded for more than two hours recently after the propellers got stuck in fishing nets. So our question for you today is have you ever experienced a major delay? Sarah? Hi. So um, my biggest delay was actually my wedding. Oh. You know, during... Yeah. So during the NCO, we were, my husband and I were supposed to get married and um, it was all going well, but you know, NCO just dragged along. Just, just out of curiosity, like was this the first MCO or the second one? Was this like back in 2020? Um, so we were supposed to get married in April, actually, April of 2020. So wow. it, yeah, then, yeah, then the, the, I think the virus kind of hit us here, I think properly in February and then yeah, by yeah, March we were in much. lockdown, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, March 18 was the lockdown. Mm. So, oh, you remember? You know, <laughs> yes, of course, you know. Okay. It was very stressful. Right. And yeah, we were supposed to get married in April and it, you know, things just kept delaying. We didn't know if there was an end to an MCO. We didn't know when it was going to end. Yeah. And yeah. because of this, because of all the delays and the cancellations, there was, well, a lot of conflicts and oh, no. fights and everything. Yeah. So between and the both of you were fights? Um, between the both of us, you know, certain family members, because uh, those, it takes a village to organize a wedding. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
So I hope you all yeah. resolved it. I mean, like, uh, like we we are open now. We can have weddings again. Uh oh, our wedding got cancelled. Wow. Uh, are, you, are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm okay actually. Like, it got cancelled because um, you know, there was a lot of fights and a lot of friction and tension, and mm. we realized that we're just not a couple that could resolve conflict together. And there was just it was a wedding, and we still had so much a fight, and mm. you know it. I'm, yeah, I, I am so surprised at how mature you are taking this. Uh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. I, are you in a better place now? Oh, I've got a new boyfriend. And he's way hotter. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, nice. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I hope there'll be no more delays. Okay, hey, Malaysian government, please listen. Uh. no more MCO, no more lockdown. Okay, we got to get Sarah married. All right. <laughs> yes, hopefully, hopefully. Thanks, Sarah. Fly FM. So 312 passengers were on a ferry from Langkawi to Kuala Perlis when suddenly they were stranded for more than two and a half hours after the propellers got stuck in fishing nets. Our question for you today is, have you ever experienced a major delay? Dennis, what's going on? Oh, hello, hello. Uh, okay, so it actually it happened a while back. So I was at the airport going for a short trip. So when I went to the airport, uh, my flight got delayed. But when I looked at the big screen, you know, that lists all the local yeah. flights, yeah. I, I realized that uh, all the other local flights as well got delayed. So, you know, when you're at the airport and everything else got delayed, you just think of the worst situation ever. Yeah, right? man. Like, it's, it's so scary. Like, every other flight that was going out was delayed. Like, was there a big thunderstorm or was there, like, what, a, a, a atmospheric, like, change in that didn't allow planes to fly or what was happening? Exactly, exactly. But let me tell you, something worse happened. Oh, no. So, turns out, there was a lorry which was transporting durians and it overturned on the highway. Oh, my gosh. What, what, which highway? The highway leading to the airport or what? Yeah, yeah, leading to the airport. Uh, but, 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 but don't worry, but don't worry, no one got hurt. Mm. It's just that all the pilots got stuck in traffic because of the lorry. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you think about it, right? The, the, the flight has to have a pilot and if the pilot is stuck on the road somewhere, yeah. you can't fly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. Actually, I have a theory as to why they were delayed. Why? Uh, I don't think the pilots were just stuck in a jam because I know quite a few pilots. They were probably <laughs> at the roadside by the lorry that overturned with all the durians having a durian buffet. <laughs> These pilots all are... Fly FM. So there is reportedly an increase of crimes now with the easing of lockdown. Mm. And now that, you know, lockdown rules have lifted a lot more. Since the pandemic began, we saw a lot of people like lose their jobs, lose Correct. their homes. So I think a lot of people are also driven to commit crimes out oh, of desperation. Oh, because of the desperate uh, situation that they're yeah. in right now. La. Yeah. Yeah, I guess what it's, this really means is like serious crimes la, yeah. uh, have, have gone up. Because during the pandemic, during the lockdown, mm-hmm. there were so many like the non-serious crimes. You know, like uh, having a party. Yeah. In the house during <laughs> lockdown or having a, you know a, a durian festival, you know, <laughs> things like that. Uh, test driving a car when you're not supposed to uh, test drive a car. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of that because <laughs> because during the lockdown, mm-hmm. how to commit serious crimes? There were roadblocks everywhere. Yeah, just to just to come to work. How many roadblocks did you have to go through? Oh, like maybe three. Yeah, you see, if normal people like us. Not committing any crimes also like very scared every time we come to a roadblock. Can yeah. you imagine if you were going to commit crimes? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I think today no la. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, too many cops on the road la. That's true. Yeah, there were there were however a lot of like counterfeit 
crimes that were happening during the lockdown. What are counterfeit crimes? Counterfeit crime because they were uh, counterfeiting their vaccination certificates. Right. Yeah, I read a lot about that. Those crimes went yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, I saw the one where people like rented an ambulance. To yeah, to impersonation crimes because because cross they couldn't district. cross. Yeah, they couldn't cross, oh, so yeah. they pre- they got an ambulance. They pretended to be doctor, pretended yeah. to be nurse and patient. <laughs> <laughs> they went they went full out. You know, they had the script and everything prepared, but kena busted or so lah. So it's only quite logical that uh, serious crimes are up after the easing of all these uh, roadblocks lah. Because can yeah. you imagine how difficult it would be for a thief to try and do like some thieving or robbing during the lockdown? It'd be so hard. First of all, half of them got to work from home. But that's not going to work, right? You can't just email someone, hey, give me your money. They'll be like, hey, shut up, you. You're not even here. <laughs> and if let's say a guy is like planning to go and rob something, <laughs> so hard because he must get letter. <laughs> <laughs> he be calling he be calling Miti <laughs> like ah now tujuan ah nak rompak bank and <laughs> Miti be like oh bank tak boleh bank bank is not essential services <laughs> only half lah half can can go to work half must stay at home ah kalau nak ah kalau nak rompak kilang ah kilang semua okay <laughs> <laughs> not even addressing the matter no <laughs> oh how do like robbers go into houses when they have to scan my sejahtera right? house where got my sejahtera <laughs> simply <laughs> itu fly f M. So we're talking about how now there is an increase in crimes because you know lockdown has lifted. There are mm. less roadblocks. Yeah, yeah. People. Roadblocks was a major deterrent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Juanita was just telling that her ex-boyfriend's house got broken into. What mm. actually happened? Well. It got broken into twice um, The first time was the worst lah, Because we had just celebrated our birthdays mm-hmm. We came back from a trip And I left all my presents there At okay, his house okay. Because the party was going to be there Is it or yes, what? Yes, okay. yes Because the party was there So all the presents Everything was gone The gifts from other people Cash in my handbag The whole handbag was gone The expensive gifts we bought for each other All gone Which was like really But uh, lucky no one was at home When it happened yeah, lah, right? Yeah, yeah did the robbers like destroy the house and 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 turn well, it upside down? Yeah, it was. It was a mess, and oh. it was it was traumatizing. I think more than anything, we lost a lot of money. You know, we lost like more than a hundred thousand bucks worth of stuff. Oh, that is a lot of money. And and the <laughs> presents, right? You were saying the presents yeah. you bought for him, he yeah. the ones he bought for you, and everything. Yeah. Could it be? <laughs> I'm so batu api here. I'm so sorry to put this into your head. Douglas theory again. <laughs> could, could it be that maybe this happened because your ex-boyfriend... Ex-boyfriend, right? This one? Yeah. Ex, ah, ex, ah. ex, ex. Okay. Maybe he didn't buy you a present. <laughs> so, so in order to escape punishment and judgment, uh-huh. right? He staged the whole thing. He was like, uh-huh. I get my friends to rob the house. I can tell Juanita, Juanita, I bought you beautiful, delicious, amazing present. No, but the robbers came and robbed everything. Are you? You're not my fault. <laughs> he was a sneaky guy, lah. <laughs> Fly FM. So a screen recording of a WhatsApp message exchange between a husband and a wife is going viral on TikTok. <laughs> now has three million views because of how much of a detective this wife was. Three million views. Three million views. So this husband took a picture of himself. His wife zooms in on the reflection of his sunglasses and asks, "Siapa tu?" Huh? <laughs> because in the reflection It looks like he's with a woman with a tudong Turned out it was just his friend With a towel on his head Can I see the picture? What is this nonsense? <laughs> oh, okay, they're on a boat Yes 
And his friend is there with a towel on his head, and yes. oh, okay. It, in the reflection, it looks like another girl, lah. Yes. Hey, people! I notice, ah, uh, people are super observant on social media. You know, yeah. Like, uh, for good and for bad. Uh-huh. I remember that there was one picture of uh, one celebrity, lah, who posted a, a picture of herself. I think wearing a hat or something like that, doing having a holiday. Yeah. And the netizens were like, "Eh, hey, ketia hitam." What? <laughs> because because they zoomed in, oh, <laughs> they zoomed man. in and like, "Ii ketiak hitam, ii ketiak ko hitam, tak masuk ketiak hitam." So that's for bad lah, obviously. <laughs> that's for bad, but it has happened for good as well. I once did a video. It was for a you know a branded content, and it was just a silly video lah where I'm jogging from outside my house there, jogging jogging, and then I uh, run past my gate, and mm-hmm. then I run into my house and run upstairs. Yeah, and it was done in fast motion, you know, to right. show like I'm running very fast because. And I'm so fit, and I'm very quick, you know. And <laughs> Obviously, you have to speed it up post production. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not true in real life. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> so when I watched the playback, and then oh, okay, very nice. I posted it. Eh, I got about like what seven or eight comments saying, "Hey Douglas, I can clearly see your car plate number. Can you please block that?" Wow. Yeah, and it was in fast motion. I don't know how they they notice these things, but I think some people just will like like sleuths, lah. You know. Yeah, they'll they pause. See thing, they'll pause. And they'll they'll uh, make the frame bigger, bigger. <laughs> yes, correct. But that's why I am very careful with the things that I put on my stories as well. So mm. I don't show like the entrance of my house, you know, where the locks are. Um, oh, so you don't want to reveal like yeah. the information in case someone is watching and then they know like, oh, okay, Wanita's house, this door has two locks here. Then they'll Correct. come with the drill to like break into your house. Uh. Correct. It is good. Uh. You're not paranoid. Uh. That's very, very good. Yeah. Because yeah, while the information is there for yeah. everyone, who knows what they can do with it? In True. this case, what's interesting is that the <laughs> observation is accurate. Uh, Unfortunately, the interpretation of the information was a bit wrong lah right because she immediately thought she was like I don't know the jealous type like jump to conclusions who is the woman <laughs> right? like no it's my friend it's a guy we're on a boat and he's got a towel on his head but you yeah. see that also a bit <laughs> I'm not saying anything okay? uh, yeah, again Look, not saying anything I'm not saying anything everything. but okay these two guys they're on a boat one of them is wearing a towel on his head and it's pink in colour so uh, <laughs> even if it's not a girl uh, I still be a bit sass lah on it <laughs> Fly FM. So we're talking about being wrongly accused mm. because of this viral video of a wife zooming in on the reflection of her husband's sunglasses when he was on a fishing trip. She thought it was another woman in a tudong when really it was just his friend with a towel over his head. I still be suspicious as I maintained earlier. <laughs> But I've been wrongly accused, okay, several times because I'm friendly. So okay. sometimes it gets mistaken as me being flirtatious. I know oh. a lot of people say this like Oh yeah, you say you're friendly. Actually, you're flirtatious. No, okay, I really am friendly. Okay, okay. What what happened <laughs> in this myself. case? I mean, so I'm guessing it's a jealous boyfriend, a jealous yeah. boyfriend, something like that, right? Yeah, one particular story lah, which was like not great for okay. me because it didn't feel nice. Um, it was at a wedding, talking to new people, right? Learning about you know who they are, where they're from. I okay. love these type of things. So I I usually end up making friends from all over the world, but the you person make friends easily. I do. Okay. I do with new people. Right. Um. Even though sometimes you know I'm shy at first, but then but, once yeah. But when you start talking and then if they are interesting, you yeah. will, you will be very engaging and your face lights up and like yeah, you you chit chat sure. like friends and that lah, right? Yeah, because I'm curious okay. to find out who they are. So the person that I was with ended up accusing me of being flirtatious. Ended up saying that I was flirting with everybody. Mm-hmm. But what was crazy was that he ended up accusing me of flirting with the groom. <laughs> At 
at his wedding at the groom's <laughs> wedding he didn't realize man that was the groom or he had no idea lah no i clearly this guy is just like you know oh just caught up in insecurities right he's got like serious that some serious obsessive type of tendencies yes, lah yes yes absolutely but at the same time also right you know Okay, I don't want to be taking sides and stuff like that. You are my partner here. I respect you a lot. You must understand this, <laughs> Wanita. However, I don't know who this ex-boyfriend of yours is. Yeah. But I'm thinking maybe not all his fault. Why? Uh, okay. <laughs> Careful lah. <laughs> well, uh. Because well, the first thing is you are pretty. Oh, thank okay. you. <laughs> I'm not complimenting you. I'm just. Think- <laughs> I'll take it every time. Okay. I am stating a fact here. So when a pretty woman, right? When you, even if you are mildly friendly to guys, the mm-hmm. guys will like, oh, I think she in love, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a pretty woman, even if you lie on us a little bit, as well, like, oh, this woman, oh, she in love me already. So when you, you know, when you give them attention, obviously, you know, it, it, it people will think that oh, maybe you are, you know, you are interested, you are, you are, you are flirting and stuff like that. Well, I think that's just ridiculous. Okay, fine. But here's another reason, right? Maybe Maybe your ex-boyfriend didn't realize how silly his accusation was mm-hmm. because he was accusing you of essentially flirting with the groom yeah. at his own wedding, correct. which is nonsense, correct? Correct. Maybe he didn't realize that was the groom because you see, you not. All the men in weddings look the same, one. You know this. <laughs> like only the women all look different with their different dresses and stuff. But like all the men in every wedding, we all look like the groom. We are all in black tie. <laughs> so your ex-boyfriend didn't realize that fellow was the groom. He thought, who are you talking to? You know, got all jealous. The bride, on the other hand, stands out. The bride is the only one at the entire wedding with a dress long enough to cover the North South Highway. <laughs> Fly FM. So we're talking about being wrongly accused because of this viral video of a wife zooming in. On the reflection of her husband's sunglasses when he was on a fishing trip, she thought that it was another woman in a tudong, and really it was just his friend with a towel over his head. But really, we've all been wrongly accused at some point in our lives, right? Surin, what is your story, bro? Hi guys, yeah. So uh, I have a story. Okay. Uh-huh. I I was uh, wrongly accused once. So I went out for dinner with my friend. All right. Five hours, right? So I went out. Went to eat satay, right? Oh, so satay was, this yeah. is, was this uh, what, in Kajang or what? It was in Chiraz, somewhere near my house there, like 10 meters away. Okay. And we did not met for a while, so we were like, you know what, let's go out for dinner and makan and all that. <laughs> we went, and I was the one to go and order, so I ordered 20 steaks, because it was a five hours, so like four for each, right? Yep, right. okay, okay. And then we called it eating, I had four steaks, and the satay was okay, okay, and all that. Suddenly one guy just voiced out, and he was like, dude, I only ate three steaks, dude, someone ate my steak. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, guys, I just, they all looked at me. Just because I'm slightly fatter, I'm bigger. Like, <laughs> like they all immediately judge me. Like, hey, it must be him. It must be this. Guys guy. can and be I mean, so mean. At <laughs> I know, just because I like food a bit more. Not like everyone looked at me. No, but but, then, but but you can prove what right that you only had like four. Did you show them that you only had four sticks? Yeah, they said I ate the stick also. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, hey. He ate the stick one shot also. But I'm like, hey, how are you going to eat the stick? I'm not that hungry. They're like, don't you want to believe me? And we were like arguing. And then suddenly the uncle came. Then the uncle was like, hey, boy, sorry. Uh, that's not your order 26. Uh, I gave 19 sticks. The uncle's mistake. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry. Uh. And oh. you know Yeah, it was the uncle's fault. But he didn't blame the uncle. They kept looking at me. I think he still ate it like this. <laughs> 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 did, he, did he apologize? Uh? These fellas are too much, ah. Uh? Uh, close friends, but we don't apologize, I think. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Good way. Thanks, man. No problem, guys. Yeah, the big guys always canal these false accusations. No, like, if there's food missing, you think the big fella ate it. If your drink is gone, the big fella ate it. Even when you smell a fart, 
right? You automatically think it was the big guy that dated. Actually, it's the skinny, sneaky fellow who's acting quietly there. Fly F M. It is time for English class with Mina Saleh. Hello, class. How are you doing today? Eh? Teacher, teacher. Today's word of the day is religious. The definition is having a strong belief in God or gods. So you're supposed to form a sentence using the word religious. Katija. My father go to mosque every day. He is very religious. Well done, Katija. So proud of you. Okay, Ladu, use the word religious to form a sentence. Go. Teacher, I was watching TV that day, and you know, I saw so many people they fighting and they fighting. Uh, One fellow took the vase and he threw on the other fellow. The other fellow took the knife. He came oh, in and he cutting, cutting the finger. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 la, 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 that's very violent. You're not supposed to tell a story. Just form a sentence using the word religious. Religious intolerance needs to be curbed. Very well done, Ladu. You always surprise me. Okay, us sing. Form a sentence using the word religious. Um, that day I go supermarket, oh, mm. I thought I buy the cherries, but it's really just grapes. Oh, I think. Fly FM. So our health minister, Kari Jamaluddin, called us out. He said that Malaysia is not a healthy country and that we have among the highest rates of heart disease and obesity. So I did a bit of research on this. 50% of our population is either obese or overweight. That is horrible. It I is. read somewhere that we overtook the Philippines as the most obese nation in uh, Asia. What really? Uh? Yeah, yeah. That's what I read lah. Uh, either either Asia or ASEAN, but one of them we are we are like champions <laughs> <laughs> in that category. Unfortunately, Ayoh. however, I also question the measurement method. You know, because uh, when uh, KJ made this announcement, mm-hmm. he actually included himself as part of the fifty percent who were overweight or obese. Right. And I have done the BMI. You know the body mass index testing. Yeah, I'm obese. You know. Oh. Which is weird, right? Because you look at me, you go like, "No, man, you fit so fit. Like, what if yeah. you cut like a model? How can you be obese?" But <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> excuse me. Oh, run yeah, five you know, p.m. every day. So um, the measures they had they have done though are quite uh, aggressive. Ah, huh? like there's a sugar tax that's been imposed to make sure oh. that people start eating healthily. Right. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, so now all the sweet things like uh, maybe coffee with extra sugar or cake. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I heard lah, they're gonna have this sugar tax, so okay. that if you want to eat unhealthy, high calorie food, you're gonna be forced to pay more. Sorry. What? I don't think this is going to restrict people from having unhealthy food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not gonna restrict people, but I also think it's a bit unfair. Why? Because I can, I can go full Karen on this, <laughs> <laughs> right? I can say, excuse me, it's my body. It's up, you know, it's up to me what I want to put into my body. <laughs> Why should I be punished because some people shouldn't be eating unhealthy food? Like Juanita, let's face it. I know a lot of people with six packs who are perfectly fit, mm-hmm. and we just like some cheesecake. Why punish us? <laughs> Do you just say we, referring to your friends and also yourself? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Douglas, you're not perfectly fit. You're not fit at all. Oh, nice word. Play. <laughs> Give points to my sister here, please. <laughs> Fly FM.
So our health minister Kari Jamaluddin called us out. He said that Malaysia is not a healthy country and mm. that we have among the highest rates of heart disease and obesity. And he's true. It's true. Fifty percent of our population is either obese or overweight. Yeah, I might be included in that list as well. <laughs> so I saw this guy once. He cut himself a slice of cake. Okay. When really it was like half. The cake. <laughs> shock of my life, lah! I was like, "Yo, is this bro really doing this, ah?" Half a cake. Half the cake. He cut nicely, smiling, happy, happily put it on his plate, and then next to him, he had an entire jug of a sugary drink that I cannot mention. It's usually like you know used in a float. Okay, I know, I know. But they sell bulk right to restaurants. Yeah. He had the whole jug next to him, and he was drinking from the bottle. Did you say anything? We didn't, lah, because it's like you know a sensitive issue or what. But we, but we. Kind well, of were like, bro, are you serious, sir? Like, what are you doing? The problem here also is that Malaysia is full of these really unhealthy snacks and, and food items, you know. Yeah. For example, do you know soup gearbox? Huh? Soup gearbox is this soup, right, where it's basically bone marrow, like a huge bone of a, of a kambing or a lembu, oh, I think, like, like, in a bowl of soup. Like right? soup tulang. Yeah, soup tulang, but the right. major, like, massive soup tulang. Right. So there's not much meat on it, you know, and there's yeah. not much nutrition. All you do is you take a straw and you suck out the marrow. Marrow oh. is 100% cholesterol. Really, yeah? You are sucking in cholesterol into your system. <laughs> and then don't say all these big, big meals, lah. Right, even you go tea time, what do people normally eat for tea time? Let's say keropok leko. Kueh, yeah, keropok leko. Uh, this uh, cucu udang, mm. cempedak, anything uh, steamed or, you know, maybe done in a very healthy, cooked in a healthy way. No, everything deep fried. Yeah, that's true. It's horrible. The amount of cal- calories, number one. And, and just the general unhealthiness, we've got this thing called the sotong bakar. Oh. Sotong is notorious for having the least amount of nutrition per square feet. <laughs> <laughs> like apparently sotong eh, offers no nutritional purposes. One. Oh, yo, but now you're talking about all this food. I want to I wanna eat this sotong bakar. Please have a bit discipline. <laughs> But I think we cannot challenge the Japanese for like the most unhealthy food. Uh, I like yakitori. Yakitori is basically Japanese satay, oh, uh, meat on a stick, lah, right? Fancy. <laughs> so so uh, I had this uh, Japanese meat on a stick. Yeah. It's called bonjiri. Can you guess what part of the chicken I'm eating? Bonjiri. Oh no. What? Is it the is it the feet? No 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 no. For the up. Is the butt? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so bonjiri consisted of five chicken bums. <laughs> no, they're very small and very cute. And so then they poke it on a stick. So it looks like ginkgo, you know. But it's actually five chicken bums. And chicken bums are so unhealthy. You bite in, right? It's just all this bum juice oh squirting into your mouth. I mean, it, it was exceptional. Oh, Douglas, <laughs> leave me speechless. Uh, this time, not in a good way. <laughs> This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.